Before I call on Nadir to introduce our special guest, permit me to make a few observations about today and how, as Canadians, we treat heroes. Today is a great day for Canada, for Toronto, and for our club. It's a great day for Canada because we're witnessing the renaissance of one of our corporate superstars, Blackberry. It's great for Toronto because, as I think you'll soon hear, you'll be able to participate in this renewal and get your hands on one of these marvelous new gadgets anywhere in the city. And great for our club because we've brought such an impressive turnout of fascinating people for the occasion. But I want to say a couple of words about our tall poppies problem. As Canadians, we celebrate too little our successes and those who build them. And in my view, we criticize and undercut far too often those who struggle to build them. If I see one more story in the Canadian business media with a headline like, Blackberry is back, but it's too late, or BBT, BB10, great product, certain to fail, I think I will do something rash to the next business journalist I see. <laughs> this is enough smart aleck commentary from business media and market analysts, in my view. How about something a little bit more balanced like, great work, great product, take a look. We've seen several great tech champions fail in this country, mostly because they made serious mistakes. But ask yourself, do you think that we might have wagged our fingers at them at difficult moments a little less, and praised and spoke proudly of their achievements a little more? End of sermon. Today is a day to celebrate a great Canadian success, and to do so, let me ask Nadir to come to the podium. Nadir. Thank you, Robin, and uh, good afternoon. Welcome, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here today to introduce Torsten Heinz. Uh, the past week, frankly, probably the past year, has been nothing short of a whirlwind for Torsten and for the whole team at BlackBerry. And as I reflected on the significance of today, I immediately thought about the early days, about the launch of the first BlackBerry. It was actually in 1999 when Rogers and BlackBerry introduced the first BlackBerry to Canadians, a wireless handheld that offered basic email and two-way paging. In fact, the first mobile messaging application is hard to believe, only 13 years ago. In those early days, I remember trying to pitch the BlackBerry 950. Some of you will remember, most people here are too young, but it was the hybrid pager with the uh, track wheel on it. And, uh, uh, let me sure share a quick story with you. Um, I remember calling Jim uh, at the time. Him and I were speaking at a conference with about 250 CEOs attending. And the idea was very simple. I said, Jim, you provide the devices for free. There's a theme here, Thorsten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we at Rogers will provide a year's service for free. Now, there's a bargain, by the way. Uh, and let's seed the market. Um, uh, you can imagine 250 CEOs being trained on using a BlackBerry. And I remember the first slide, yes, we used slides at the time, uh, showing them how to turn the device on. And within three minutes, it was ma'am, as everybody's going, trying to ping each other and uh, use their BlackBerry. Uh, and I know Jack Cockwell's here, so this is for you, Jack. By the way, we tracked it, and 30% of those CEOs ended up uh, signing up their companies for the service with Rogers. So I say it was a win-win. Uh, there is no question this first BlackBerry started a phenomenon. 
one that's helped transform how we communicate and how we conduct business. We started using devices for voice services and soon added text and basic email. And then we graduated uh, quickly to more advanced services like web browsing, live streaming, and file sharing. Looking back, the past was definitely defined by connectivity, the ability to secure a connection, wired or wireless, to connect people to what matters most. Looking ahead, I believe the future will be defined by applications and services, or as Thorson will talk today, of mobile computing, unleashing the power of the data, the services, the experiences that go with the connection. This is a seismic shift and one that will create many, many exciting opportunities for businesses and consumers alike. In the future, your device will bring your professional and personal lives together in a balanced sort of way, I might add. <laughs> your device will become your virtual wallet, your security pass, your smart meter, um, your dispatch for delivery, your collaboration tool. From the first BlackBerry to last week's launch of the BlackBerry 10 platform, the continued advancement of the smartphone ecosystem is absolutely critical in driving the digital agenda. I can tell you our customers have been anticipating the arrival of BlackBerry 10, and in particular the Z10. Thousands have registered already for this new device using the Rogers National Reservation System, and I saw this enthusiasm firsthand. Thorson and I were uh, out earlier today when we sold the first BlackBerry 10 device at one of our retail stores. And in keeping with the theme, the first one not just in Canada, but the first one in North America. Yeah. Now, Rogers, have, Rogers and BlackBerry have a wonderful shared history, one that has benefited consumers, businesses, and frankly, our country. Shortly after his appointment as CEO, and one of the first things that Thorson and I did uh, together was host some of our corporate customers for dinner. And I was really impressed with how passionate he was, Thorson was, about mobile computing, and importantly, how interested he was in listening and learning from our customers. Thorson joined RIM, now BlackBerry, in 2007, and has held a number of increasingly senior positions. Prior to BlackBerry, Thorson had several executive positions in the wireless industry, including the chief technology officer for Siemens uh, Communications Division. He was appointed CEO of RIM in January 2012 at one of the most challenging times in the company's history. And despite the challenges, he's kept his balanced perspective, laser-like focus, and commitment to making the tough decisions and getting the job done. He said publicly that he took the CEO role because he knew BlackBerry had it within itself to deliver leading-edge, innovative products to consumers. And he's carried that belief and the intense commitment with him. Please join me in welcoming Torsten Heinz. Thank you very much. What an exciting day for my company, for my employees, for my customers, for my business partners, 
to be here and uh, you know launch BlackBerry 10 in Canada, in North America, the very first day. So excited. You know, thanks to everybody who contributed to this great success. And thank you, Nadir, for your really kind introduction of myself. We need to adjust this a little bit to basketball height, so uh, <laughs> you're not quite there yet. <laughs> this is good. I need this one. Um, I can talk forever about BlackBerry, but I have to follow certain you know, layouts here. Um, great. So it is an exciting day um, for BlackBerry and for Canada. I really talked about it. Nadir and I were visiting um, a Rogers shop on Bloor Street this morning. I'm going to hand it over the first BlackBerry 10Z10 device. And it has been quite a journey um, you know, for my company, for our business partners to get to this point. We had uh, you know, quite a tough year. Uh, we went through it, and uh, you know, we were actually excited this morning to see how many people were waiting to get their arms around a BlackBerry Z10 and couldn't wait to, to really get going with this. So um, help us to keep that momentum, please. This should not be just one day. It should be going on over weeks, weeks and months for us. Um, as, as Nadir said, Rogers was with us from the very beginning, way before my time. Uh, but in 1999, we established a very, very strong business partnership. So we thought that, you know, um, honoring that business partnership, that this is good to start here and today in this club um, with Nadir representing Rogers um, to honor that a strong relationship that we had um, in the past year. So we're side to side here uh, to open the next chapter of uh, not just new Blackberries hidden in the street. I'll talk about the next chapter of uh, us really going into a new growth phase of mobile, which is going to be the mobile computing uh, segment. And we'll talk about this in a few seconds. Many of you might know that, that I'm a German. Uh, I'm from Munich, still missing some mountains in Ontario, working on that one, but can't get it resolved yet. <laughs> um, but I have to tell you, I'm really proud to um, be the uh, leader of, of a true Canadian company of a true Canadian company that actually um, is an iconic company in the industry. So it is an exciting day for BlackBerry and for Canada. And uh, we're making this historic day for BlackBerry with an important and longstanding partner. Um, and I talked about us having this, this experience in, in the street. Um, what's also important for us is as we went through many of those difficult weeks and months, that the Canadian people were always behind us. I mean, what I've seen in terms of loyalty, what I've seen in terms of support by community, by government, by friends, um, is, is incredible. And uh, to me as a, you know, still a bit of a foreigner after five years in Canada, it was amazing to see how that um, support was not, not fading over time. So the, the Canadians really stand right behind us until we rolled up BlackBerry 10, and we're extremely appreciative of this. Um, we're going to talk about BlackBerry 10 a bit today, but we will also talk about mobile computing. So many of you will be wondering what I mean when I talk about mobile computing. I'll get to that pretty soon. Um, but first, as uh, Nadir did, um, you know, let's look back 14 years ago when there was a small company um, founded on top of a donut shop, I think, with seven people called Research in Motion. And you know, this small company um, initiated the greatest change in mobile communications this industry has ever seen. BlackBerry created the smartphone category. 
And it's right here at home in Canada with BlackBerry 10, where we again, towards mobile computing, forging a new story, a new chapter in that book. So excited about this. And this story is going to be about mobile computing. I'm a 27 years telecommunication veteran. Um, I've seen this three kilogram handset in my car. <laughs> uh, I think battery lasted one and a half hours on phone calls. Uh, so we have seen a lot of dynamic innovation in this industry, thanks to the carriers, thanks to the suppliers, thanks to the ecosystem. We have seen the industry move from narrowband to broadband, from analog to digital. And now we at BlackBerry, we intend to lead the move from mobile communications, as we know today, to true mobile computing. That's where we want to go. What does that mean? The last five years have seen tremendous advances in mobile technology. Those devices actually have the power of a laptop today. Mobile users have that power and functionality within a device now they carry with them. We are at a point where in the near future, where this device, I need to show it, is your computer. It's not just a phone. It is your personal computing power. You take this with you, and you work from it and with it no matter where you are in the world. How many of you do extensive business travels for work? Canada is a pretty large country anyway, so it counts as extensive business travel too. <laughs> uh, you don't have to cross the big pond. But what if I told you that we're actually not far from a day where this is all you need when you travel? No more backpacks in the airport, right, falling off your shoulder. This is where BlackBerry could become your security swipe for all access towards your global companies, buildings, and locations, and in your organizations. Where you arrive at any location, set this in the dock, um, and you have a screen and a keyboard in front of you, and guess what? Magically, you start working. No laptop, no connection, no cables to be, to be put to that device. And it's all right here. This is why we have built a new platform, and not just the next iteration of BlackBerry 7 to BlackBerry 8. It's the true belief and the true innovation in mobile computing. And let me bring you into a little secret. I, I really want to test it out myself, so I abandoned my laptop. I handed it back to IT, said, here it is, guys. You know, you do with it whatever you want to do. I want to live in the mobile computing space myself. And I have to tell you, with the smartphone Z10 and with my BlackBerry Playbook, I can do anything I want and everything I need. It really is liberating to not carry a laptop bag with you all the time anymore. Just have it in your pocket. So using these products and using the capability of this device, and Playbook actually was the first kind of lead up to, to the BlackBerry 10 OS. Um, you know, I can work from wherever I want, and uh, as you can imagine, I tested this while I, while I was in the most busiest time of my career, uh, and it worked. So good proof point uh, for all of us. Uh, and this is just a small example of where we're really going with mobile computing. Um, smartphones and the mobile internet are rapidly bringing knowledge, basic services, and opportunities not just to the developed world, they bring it to all corners of the world. And in many Western countries, smartphone penetration is already above 50% and it's still growing quickly. But what it does it is empowers people, individuals, to transform the relationship they have with governments, businesses, and actually the customers they serve. 
there's one interesting number. Mobile is changing the way we buy goods as well. 42% of Canadian smartphone owners have already used that product or any other products you use to, to purchase goods. So we're already in the middle of it. Mobile has transformed the business world. We use this not just for communication anymore. It enables new way of working. It enables new ways of communicating and delivering new products and services to our customers. And when we talk about mobile computing and mobile workforce, there's, there's a study from IDC predicting that in 2015, the world will see about 1.3 billion users being mobile workers. That is an immense number. That's 40% of the total workforce that is out there. And they will use mobile and mobile computing to get their job done. So that is the growth capability we talk about. And first, more significantly, mobile technology is now the primary driver for internet adoption in developing markets. You know we are very strong in Indonesia, Asia, PAC, Africa, as BlackBerry. And half of the internet connections are already mobile, exclusively mobile. And in many cases across these developing nations, people's first experience with the internet is a smartphone, is a mobile experience. And although the smartphone penetration there is still low compared to Western standards, the growth that BlackBerry is seeing in those countries like Nigeria, like South Africa, Indonesia, is tremendous. And we see those economies using these tools catching up really quickly to what the standard is in, in the developed markets. And we from BlackBerry, we have been at the forefront of that revolution. Our 79 million users that we enjoy worldwide are testament to the role that BlackBerry has played in bringing these benefits and the mobile internet to both the developed but also the developing markets. And I'm really excited to be here today with BlackBerry 10, not just being a new device. I think we stand today at the dawn of a new era of mobile computing. There's an exciting future that lies ahead of us where our mobile devices will just further simplify and enrich our lives by interacting not just with people, by interacting with the systems that are around us and by automating day-to-day -day processes for us. And that could be you know, the cars that we drive, the transport networks that we use, um, you know, the shops we, we frequent and we purchase goods in, or just the way we communicate and share information and content with others. And there's proof point. This is not just theoretical or academical talk. Uh, we were at the uh, CES Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, and uh, we showed with our company QNX, a BlackBerry company, an incredible concept car. It was not a Mercedes, Tim, I apologize. <laughs> it was a British car. Um, and, uh, and then we showed the next generation of how BlackBerry 10, not as a product, not as a hardware, but as a mobile computing platform, could run all services in that car, from communication, entertainment, telematics, telemetry, servicing the car, uh, passenger communication, all off of BlackBerry 10. It had nothing to do with the form factor of a smartphone. That's what we, what we are dreaming about. And that's why, and now you come into place, that's why we announced yesterday a very strong and exciting partnership with the uh, Mercedes-AMG Patronus Formula One team. So BlackBerry is going to be a sponsor of a 
look forward to a very, very successful Formula One team. So thanks for getting that done, Tim. It's good. And, and we don't just want to do this for sponsoring purposes. Um, most of the cars out there, and Mercedes is no exception, are using QNX as an operating system today in their car. And that's the same operating system that powers BlackBerry 10. So we are strong in automotive today. We have those strong partnerships. And that's why we're happy to sign up with Mercedes-Benz AMG on this partnership, because we want to explore mobile computing in one vertical, which is automotive. So this will give us a great opportunity to start going on innovation in mobile computing. And actually, uh, yesterday, I think there was the unveiling of the Formula One car. And uh, I had a call with Ross Braun. He is the team manager. And uh, Toto Wolf, he is the newly appointed um, car sport director for Mercedes-Benz. What was, was, was fantastic is they were in Jerez in Spain, sorry. Um, and we had a video chat over BBM, over Z10. And it was crystal clear in its picture image quality, and it was crystal clear in voice, right? This is where we will be going. And then Ross Braun told me that, you know, we got to use this more Mercedes-Benz to collaborate even more amongst and across the team. So here's the first kind of proof point already for what mobile computing can do for us. So we're looking forward to that. As I said, um, at the launch event in New York, um, I'm pretty sure some of you have watched that, uh, BlackBerry is on a journey of transformation. It, the journey is not to just transform our business or the business model or our brand. We, we did this. Um, we, we truly believe as a company that we can be a leader in transforming ourselves from a mobile communication company to a mobile computing company. That's where we actually really are. And the incredible teams at BlackBerry, under huge pressure, were able to develop a whole new true mobile computing platform from the ground up in an incredible short amount of time. And most importantly, they did so while remaining completely focused on getting it right. It was a huge challenge to my teams. And it was a privilege last week to bring BlackBerry, actually not to a finish line, to bring BlackBerry to a starting line. And as the new journey begins to unfold today based on BlackBerry 10, I want to take a moment to look back at the path and look at how, how did we get here to help us understand then where are we going in the future. Two years ago, we had to make a very, very serious decision whether we would continue building on BlackBerry OS, whether we would use any other company's OS, or whether we would build an entirely new platform ourselves, which is a humongous undertaking. We talk about millions lines of code. And we decided to go it ourselves. We didn't want to be a knockoff of anybody else. We wanted to stay true to our customer base. We want to deliver into the, the domain and into the vision of mobile computing. So we took the task on, and we knew it was risky. But we also knew from the, from the capability of engineers, from the innovation power within BlackBerry, from the support from our partners, that we were able to do this. We can turn that vision from mobile communication into mobile computing into reality. And if we would do this right, it would actually ensure the success of BlackBerry, formerly known as RIM, as a company. So you can say it's a huge bet, but it had to be done, because if we wanted to secure the future for the company, 
And for an industry icon in Canada, we had to do this. So BlackBerry 10 is not just a device. BlackBerry 10 is a whole new true mobile computing platform, the only one on this planet. And it was written from ground up by our fantastic engineers. And it took another Canadian company from Ottawa, QNX, what we in Germany call a hidden champion, because they, for example, own the OSs in automotive. It took Ottawa's QNX and the OS that they had been creating, keep the BlackBerry DNA in place, blend that with innovations from across Canada and the world, and just build a fantastic mobile computing platform. That was the journey we had been under. We knew that what we were building would soon give people even more ways to connect their mobile experiences and their information no matter where they are, no matter what machine they're using, no matter what they want to be connected to. We have created a platform that can connect to you. We have created a platform that is able to work with other machines to extend you and your information beyond a mobile device to a car, your home, your healthcare system, or just wherever you are. That is how we take the Internet of Things from a vision to reality. That's why we needed this platform. By providing this technology, this is BlackBerry 10, and this is our promise to the world. This is what we will work on, and this is what we will deliver against. Our company has been, and I'm part of it since a year as a CEO, on an incredible journey. For the thousands of Canadians employed by BlackBerry and their colleagues around the world, and for many of the BlackBerry fans who stuck with us for the ride, which sometimes was getting a bit bumpy, so we had to fasten our seatbelts. We had to make some really heart-wrenching decisions to turn this company into a more agile organization and to make changes to the culture of the company that ensure we were focused on execution and delivery and also meeting our vision. We have transformed ourselves inside and out, a very difficult and challenging process to go through. And of course, that also includes the change in our name. We are now BlackBerry through and through. And I truly believe that BlackBerry 10 brings something entirely different to the market. This device was built with a special, special purpose and a specific user in mind. It's people who are hyper-connected socially, crazy multitaskers, and people who have an appetite for getting things done quickly and easily. And I see a few nods in this room here making this statement, which is good because it's reassuring for me that I'm helping you to serve your needs. The BlackBerry Z10 is built for people who want to get the most from their smartphones in both their personal and professional lives. Let's take this room as an example. How many of you, and be honest, I can take it, how many of you in this room carry around two phones? Don't be shy. Looks like this is more to this side than that side. What's that? <laughs> so many people actually really find themselves with two phones today, right? One for work and one for pleasure, entertainment, you know, content consumption. 
So we've introduced something into BlackBerry 10 that we call BlackBerry Balance. And on BlackBerry 10, you have a personal and a work device in hands. It offers you the full protection of your intellectual property and corporate data by fully separating it from the personal information, apps, and content on the personal side. Think of it as two devices in one. It fully keeps your corporate security in place, but it also doesn't allow anyone to invade your privacy. To invade your privacy. So you can have all your business applications on the work side and still have games to help focus the mind when you need to. And uh, you know, could be Texas Hold'em, uh, you know, could be Cut the Rope, could be even Angry Birds, right? whatever you like. And the, the cool thing about it is your IT administrator will never know how you scored. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one of these few innovations that make the platform of BlackBerry 10 so exciting. And I take every and encourage everyone to take a look outside, you know, and, and get to take a look at the products themselves before you will be leaving this afternoon. Uh, absolutely willing and committed to show you that. Um, innovations like BlackBerry Balance are an integral part of BlackBerry 10, not just an application. It's a platform we have created to really take us into the next decade. And over that decade, the continued development of mobile con uh, technology and services will really bring a lot of rapid changes for all of our organizations. And it's crucial for all of us to realize that there are new, that are constantly connected customers for government citizens. They must also know that these customers are more empowered than ever before. Whether they use mobile to seek an alternative provider, voice concerns, promote or damage a brand, within their contact circles has a huge impact on how companies will be seen and will be, will be regarded. Engaging the mobile consumer requires a change of mindset of all of us. It needs us to embrace mobile platforms as a primary business and communications channel. And doing so, we will change the global business landscape again. All of us together, government and industry, we must think to start mobile first when it comes to the way we engage and serve the consumer or the customer without the risk of being left behind. And that potential is huge. And Canadian businesses and universities have an incredible opportunity to capitalize on this potential and making sure it's realized. So let's take a look and ask the question, what does mobile computing then mean for Canada? It could be a potentially big, big deal for this country. I recently attended the World Economic Forum in Davos, and I can tell you that the world's leading businesses, NGOs, and heads of state are focusing more than ever on the importance and capabilities of mobile technology. Something's happening there. They get it. And by the way, they all use BlackBerry's. Proud of that one. <laughs> um, but mobile computing and the emerging Internet of Things is a significant new development that can really boost productivity. It will spark the next wave of economic growth and wireless. And it will lead to enhance the quality of life of the people all across of our planet. 
And right now, I think this planet could use a bit and a lot more of that. Mobile computing is the next paradigm in connected communications. We are moving so rapidly from our almost ubiquitous use of mobile technology just for personal communications to a new world of people-to-people, people-to-machine, and machine-to-machine communications. We will be in the middle of all the things that surround us. It's a world of mobile connected cars. It's trains, it's planes, it's appliances. But it can also help in healthcare. It can help in much more efficient energy management. My brother-in-law, he runs a, one of the largest energy utility networks in Germany. And he said, Thorsten, if you could help me with mobile computing to just reduce my capacity peak power I need to provide by 5%, which is usually Monday mornings when all the laundry machines go off and the manufacturing sites getting back on, on, on track, he said, it's going to save me two power plants. And you talk billions of dollars of economic value, but just applying mobile technology, mobile computing to one vertical segment that has a huge benefit commercially, but also from an environmental perspective. Think about finance services and business that we could make much faster and much more efficient using mobile computing. And again, it's that vision, it's that, that's what we had in mind when we have developed our new BlackBerry 10 platform, where we took on this daunting task of really going it alone, uh, you know, by ourselves, for ourselves, for our industry, and for our country, Canada. So who's leading this shift in mobile computing? Certainly many of our Fortune 500 customers are emerging leaders, and not at the least our carrier partners here in, in Canada helping us and supporting us in getting there. And Canada can lead. Just this fall, CIBC and Rogers completed the first mobile credit card transaction in Canada on a BlackBerry smartphone. This is true leadership. And it's this type of cross-industry collaboration and innovation that will continue to build and secure a leading position of Canada within the mobile computing. Over the past year, I've had the good fortune to meet with many of my customers and carrier partner CEOs. They get this too. And many of them are asking me how they can use secure mobile computing solutions to really ensure their own competitive edge. And we all have a big interest in this shift. Mobile computing cannot just change the way we work, communicate, and spend money. That is less. It will have the power to transform our healthcare systems, strengthen education, and significantly increase our energy efficiency. Let's look outside of Canada a bit. Today, nations such as South Korea have adopted a very aggressive industrial policy to, to support their own champions in the mobile sector. The U-Korea initiative, which stands for Ubiquitous Korea, is aimed at fully leveraging the mobile internet in all its aspects for the society. India, a developing nation, India's national e-governance plan also has mobile computing at its core today. That includes the use of mobile technology to reach the remotest village in India, to deliver healthcare to those remote villages, education, and ensure the digitization of records. We are so proud to be part of that effort as BlackBerry, and we are now backed by 38,000 
application developers in India developing those applications for that very country. Very, very exciting, but also very, very dynamic. So the world is moving fast. Innovation cycles are extremely short in our business. And I believe that Canada has an opportunity to secure a pole position at the forefront of the emerging Grand Prix of mobile computing. We need to be in the front row as Canada. Think of what could be accomplished with having industry, government, and citizens alike coming together with our tech sector, turning on the engines and putting a Formula One M Canada car on the racetrack. We need to do this. It could become an, a defining advantage for our country in high technology. And what could that entail? What would you have to do? First, I would say that the private sector players, large and small, have to lead the way into the mobile computing revolution. Our best engineers, our best entrepreneurs must be the ones to pick the breakthrough areas of study, innovation, R&D, and the drive to commercial success. They are the backbone of an M Canada strategy. Canada can also build on a very powerful ecosystem of innovative companies, universities, and collaborative technology groups across Canada with great experience and expertise in this area. At BlackBerry, we are really especially proud to work with these outstanding groups like Communitech, the Accelerator Center, and our many educational partners and co-op students. Another important group to participate, frankly, would be our government at all levels. Government is pivotal in ensuring we take the opportunity that is ours by ensuring we maintain an internationally competitive framework to attract, foster, and hold on to the best and brightest talents in this industry. Government policy leadership can make the difference between a Canada with competitive mobile technology companies and Canada as the place where you are going to be at the forefront of innovation in mobile computing. There is a difference. And the reality is that change is coming. It's happening already while we're here talking. It will impact all of us. We are going to need to work together to fully benefit from that change, but also to address some major hurdles that probably are in our way. A mobile computing Canada strategy would help us define our approach to several major global issues which will impact that journey. And I just want to cover three of those. First one, working with telecom operators and governments globally, we can find solutions to the major infrastructure investments required to deliver reliable mobile broadband to the world's population and a fast expanding user base of people, cars, machines, that will insist on a secure, reliable mobile connection. This will include making the most efficient and effective use of that precious and finite resource we all rely on, which is our radio spectrum. Canada's carriers are leaders in these areas. The first ones to deploy LTE worldwide. North America has absolutely regained the lead in LTE mobile broadband deployment. And innovation on that, based on that network will play a key role. And Canada has and must continue to have an influential voice in this critical area. Second, 
there's something going on in our industry that is not helpful for innovation. We must come together to address the dysfunction of our international legal system concerning the defense of patents. I'll give you a number. This past year, just in our industry, just in telco, the sector has spent, hold on to your seat, $30 billion in courtrooms, particularly U.S. courtrooms, defending cases against non-practicing ent entities, which we call patent trolls. They produce nothing. They just own patents. Patent trolls hold genuine innovators hostage, and patents have become weapons in an international technology arms race. That is not helpful. That's close to crazy. We have to shift our, our resources back from that litigation to innovation, investment, and job creation. That's where the money needs to go. And that will require some practical but achievable reforms, particularly in the US and in Europe. And here again, Canada, with its voice, can make a difference and lead the way. And third, big data. Together, we can find the right balance between our desire for privacy and open access in our mobile communications world. We are all faced with the legitimate challenges of ensuring the security of telecom, electrical, and uh, transport networks that make up the mobile world, along with the general public, against cyber criminals. And here again, Canada is home to some of the world's most advanced technologies for ensuring safe and secure mobile communications. Canada is home to some of the world's most respected experts and leaders in mobile computing privacy. None of these challenges are easy. None of the three ones are easy. But if we address them together collectively as an industry, solutions will be found. And Canada will maintain a front row seat in the emerging domain of mobile computing. And Canadians will benefit with high quality employment and the high quality of life that derives from an innovative, value-added, high-tech economy. I believe that with what we did in the past two years on BlackBerry 10, that BlackBerry is an enviable and possibly unique position with our new BlackBerry 10 platform to place our customers at the forefront of the coming mobile revolution. I also think Canada has a tremendous leadership opportunity through a mobile computing M Canada strategy to build the value-added portion of our economy and make Canada a magnet for high-end technology deployment, employment, investment, and quality of life. I've been lucky to travel around the world in this last year talking to a lot of the world leaders, global businesses and consumers. They all, like Nadir said, they all understand the vision we have for BlackBerry 10 and the future of mobile computing. And today, at the day of launch of BlackBerry 10, our mobile computing platform and the first exciting devices, I've never felt more certain that our vision is becoming a reality. And there's so many more others that are sharing our vision now. And today, being here in Toronto, in Canada, being home where BlackBerry is, the excitement out there shows me that Canada can be the driving force 
in the next phase of mobile computing. There is no other place I'd rather be today. Thank you very much. Mr. President, distinguished guests, fellow members and guests of the Empire Club of Canada, I have the honour uh, to express our thanks to Torsten Hines for joining us today. There are clearly some remarkable things happening at BlackBerry, and we're thrilled that you were able to share that with us today. And having a chance to use the phone, having had a chance to use the phone, I personally applaud BlackBerry for waiting uh, and launching a truly amazing device. And as a Canadian, I'm extremely proud that BlackBerry has placed us on the global stage and clearly, once again, revolutionized the way the world stays connected with the launch of BlackBerry 10. So again, Torsten, thank you. Speaking at the Empire Club today, we look forward to BlackBerry's continued success. Thank you very much. I think I'll just cover this little BlackBerry up with my script and, and it'll stay with me when he leaves. Uh, let me say uh, before I, I do the final bit here that for me it's always a great thrill to hear a Canadian business leader use an opportunity like this to express a vision as well as to sell a product. Thank you. Thank you. As a token of our appreciation, let me offer you a copy of our book, which is a selection of quotes from our first hundred years of history called Who Said That? Okay. And you'll be in an edition in the future. <laughs> we have some great upcoming events. On Thursday the 14th, the U.S. Ambassador David Jacobson will be with us at the Arcadian Court at the Simpson Tower. On Thursday the 21st, Piers Handling, the director and CEO of TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival will be with us in the same location. I'd like to thank Rogers again for sponsoring our event. Thank you to Pragmatic Conferencing and James Baskin, the Toronto Port Authority for our student tables this afternoon. I'd like to thank the National Post as our print media sponsor. This meeting is now... Oh, sorry, skipped a paragraph. This meeting will be carried and heard on Rogers TV, and we're very grateful to them for, our support, for their support. We're on Twitter and Facebook, as well as at our own web address, empireclub.org. Thank you all for coming. This meeting is now adjourned.